Hi guys, welcome to another edition of Gold Bazan. Today we're gonna be doing, you know, a special edition of the Persian Golf League. Sorry, it's been a while we haven't done this. Everybody has different priorities, but today we're obviously joined by the great Sinai Saimion, a regular panelist, uh, one of the directors of Gold Bazan, and we have Arash Eftekhari, which you've heard um, before. He was working with Pejwan on a pod that we did. It's great to have you two on, and um, looking forward to speaking to you guys. How you guys doing? Pasha, it's a pleasure to speak to you. Doing good. Good to be back, Pasha. Alrighty, awesome, guys. Well, first off, you know, let's just talk about, you know, the Persian Golf League. Let's just do, obviously, the league has started. A couple of weeks has gone in. Let's do a little preview of initially what you guys thought. Uh, coming off with you, Sina, um, you know, obviously, as we know, you know, the transfer window is going on and surprisingly Esagal isn't doing really well and Persuades has been phenomenal during the transfer window as I should say and the squad they have right now it seems like a 4-4-2 diamond um, it's spectacular so before we get into you know specifics of the teams and everything if you could give us your synopsis of the transfer window um, which teams you believe have strengthened uh, which teams have been poor with the transfer window and then we'll just go from there and I'll just pass that on to Art yeah, I mean, it's been an eventful uh, transfer window uh, across the league. Um, but I thought after how the, how last season ended, uh, I thought it was it was pretty pretty. I mean, you could predict that uh, Esterlal and Persepolis were going to have a big summer ahead. Um, uh, Esterlal had a major clear out. Uh, they've brought in a lot of players. They have a new manager in charge, of course, with Ali Rizal Mansouryan coming over from Naft, and they they brought in a lot of a lot of players. Um, on some uh, pretty big wages as well. Um, so there was a lot expected of this team last season, but they failed to to achieve and, and reach the expectations of the fans. So uh, it was expected that the club would go into the summer uh, looking to buy a lot of star, star players. And they did. They uh, I think two of the major uh, transfers of the summer was uh, the um, signing of Kobe Rezaei from, uh, mm-hmm. from Zobahan. 24-year-old striker. He's uh, he's been in the uh, national team as well. Um, he was valued a lot, Zobahan. So he made uh, he made a lot of uh, noise when when uh, he, he decided to sign for Estelar. As was uh, Bakhtiar Rahmani's decision to join Estelar too. He's a, a central and attacking midfielder, um, playmaker sort of thing, sort of player who Estelar has been missing for uh, for the last few years. So. Um, his arrival uh, was pretty much uh, a big deal for Estelar. And uh, there was other players as well, uh, such as Ali Ghorbani and Olash Afshin, and probably the most controversial uh, transfer of the summer, uh, Hossein Likan Oni, decided to sign for Estelar from Paris Police. Uh, so that was Estelar's uh, transfer window, I thought. I mean, before the ball was kicked at the beginning of the season, you'd think they've done pretty well. In the window, they've brought in some play, some great players, some great additions, good young players as well. But obviously, as the last few weeks have gone, they've they failed to uh, to really reach the expectations that was uh, set for them before the season. Whereas, <coughs> excuse me. Whereas, first police um, didn't really have a um, a huge summer. They, they didn't really spend as much as uh, as much as. As um they lost Ramin Reza Yan, of course. Where you know we've all heard of um, the controversy 
with him going to Turkey and then deciding to uh, to terminate his contract, uh, as was the case with Taremi, but um, he, he returned to Persepolis. They've signed two Ukrainian players, um, Polyansky and Priomov. Um, but a lot apart from that, there hasn't been any big signings. Of course, Vahid Amiri and Jalal Hosseini as well, they arrived from Nafta Tehran. I think Jalal Hosseini will be a huge signing for them. He's been um, appointed as captain for the coming season and I think his experience will definitely help them, uh, especially because um, they leaked a lot of goals last season and his leadership and his defensive skills will, will definitely improve uh, Persepolis's uh, defensive um, record. But I think one of the main transfers this summer was the arrival of Ali Reza Bayron Van from Nafta Tehran as well, um, possibly the best goalkeeper playing in the Iranian domestic league. He he hasn't conceded against Persepolis when he was at NAFT for two years and it was uh, you know it was demand of a lot of fans for him to sign for Persepolis and when he did I think um, it calmed a lot of nerves because Persepolis have, have failed to really find a, a great number one goalkeeper for a for a number of years mm-hmm. and I think he will have definitely uh, help Persepolis's cause in in uh, trying to win their first league title since 2008. So coming off with you, Arash, is there anything specifically you wanted to add? Well, you know, uh, a lot of it was already just shared. I mean, Des Esteglal, you know, they got a lot of good players. I know right now their fans are not happy. I'll be quick to say, I mean, I'm not an Esteglal Tehran fan, but there's so much time left in the season uh, you know, some things could turn around really fast, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do get things rolling under Ali Reza Mansouryan. And and with Perspolis, yeah, I mean, the one thing I wanted to point out also, same thing that Sina mentioned, is that, yeah, getting Ali Reza Bayron Van is huge. He's a really good, really good keeper. I enjoy watching him play. We know he could throw the ball really far. I mean, he's got a great talent. And also another thing with with Perspolis is that you know it, it looked as if they were going to lose Messi Tyremi, excuse me, Messi Tyremi, but they got him right back, and things seem to be moving on all cylinders for them, and will be interesting to see how things go from here on out. Definitely, right now they've, they've been looking really good in the league, and I believe they're first, if I'm not mistaken. Well, let's talk about next is Asagala Khuzestan. Basically, Sino uh, wrote a beautiful article that were like the lesser city you know, of Iran, pretty much, um, winning the league title last minute, um, Paris police unfortunately couldn't do it, so, you know, that's obviously a dream story, I believe that their new head coach is right now the head coach of Sepahan, um, Vaisi, if I'm not mistaken, so, Sina, coming off to you, um, what are your expectations of Esalok Khuzestan this year? Well, I mean, as you said, Esalok Khuzestan's achievements were sort of a fairy tale last season, um, but I think as soon as it was confirmed that they won the league, questions already started uh, to be asked from uh, them, their manager at the time, Abdullah Avesi, about his future and the future of his players. And he was very quick to add that uh, he would want to stay at Esalal Khuzestan, he would want to continue his work there, but um, he's looking for uh, guarantees from the club's board that he will be given, given more funds to uh, to invest into the team, to strengthen his team, especially with the Champions League coming. And I think that was 
um, not given to him. Uh, those guarantees weren't given to him, and he decided to to leave the club and sign for uh, Sepahan, who had a, a horrible season themselves last last season. Um, obviously, his departure meant some of the players were leaving as well. Uh, their star goalkeeper Fernando he decided to to sign for uh, Gostarish Fulod, and uh, possibly their best centre back um, Musa Koulibaly. He followed Vasi to uh, Sepahan as well. So obviously they had a lot of um, holes to fill uh, into the team. But I think the core of the team is pretty much the same thing. I mean, the defender, uh, Mohamed Tayyibi, who's also their captain, is still at the club. The top goal scorer, Hassan Beit Said, is still there. And Rahim Zahavi as well, who, who uh, had a fantastic end to the season and has been and is in the current uh, national team squad. He's still at Salahuzestan, and obviously they've uh, they've brought in some players as well, such as Zatulai uh, Purghaz alongside others. So I think it's going to be a tough season for them. I don't think they can um, repeat what they did last season. It'll be very tough for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the fact that they have um, uh, Asian Champions League to look forward to as well, um, and I don't believe they have the strength strength in depth to be able to um, challenge on both sides. So I think they'll be hoping for mid-table or top half at best. But look, I mean, these are the guys that a lot of people tipped in for relegation last season and they've ended up winning the league. So it's really tough to, to predict on the back of that season to say, you know, this is how I think these guys will do. But I think mid-table or top half would be uh, the best they can hope for. Anything specifically you wanted to add to this, Art? Uh, yes, I mean, let's just get right to it, is that their head coach, Sirius Pormosavi, he has, I think he's almost like in a win-win situation. And as Sina said, it'll be really tough for them to repeat what they did last year. Clearly, they won't sneak up on any, on anyone. They still have some very good weapons. I mean, they still, like he said, like Sina said, they have Raheem Sohaivi, also Hassan Bait Said. You know, and also, of course, they have young players. But the thing is, though, they have young players who have heart. I mean, I, I don't think they have a lot of egos on their team. And they have such great support from their fans. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they could do this season. And with all that, just I just think they got to play the way they know how to play. And and like I said, with uh, with their head coach, one thing about their head coach is that he coached under Vaisi. And he's very experienced with Estegla Khuzestan. So I, I honestly believe that there's anyone that could help this team you know, meet their expectations. It's him. And the fact that they also got Ezatullah Purgaz playing defense. He's a center back. And let's face it also, I even think Ezatullah Purgaz is also like a utility player. You saw him play keeper for Team Ali against Guam and that qualifier that was played in Guam. I know it was only about 15 or 20 minutes and it was... And of course, he didn't have to stop any shots. But hey, the guy is a great player. He's he's only he's 29. He hasn't. He's just recently, you know, come into his own with Team LA. But I think he's a great addition to Estegla Khuzestan. Right. So the next topic I want to get into is obviously the Champions League spot for next season. As you guys know, right now, Paris Blues is first, second is Tractor Sazi, third is Sanad Naf, fourth is Sepahan. Obviously, the season just started, so many things can change. You know. Um, even though SLR right now is, is in the re- relegation zone, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, now, coming to you, Arash, and I'll get to Sina, is that uh, where do you see the Champions League spot from your own prediction 
Um, where do you see things going from there? Which teams do you think will be able to qualify and basically represent um, based on Iran in Asia? And um, do you think Paris Police could be that notable team that could you know, potentially, you know, be that figure with the players they have at hand because I've never seen Paris Police so strong in recent years and they have been recently. Yeah, they are looking good. Naturally, of course, it's really early in the season, but, you know, we're here to make predictions. We're here to talk about this. With their roster, I think Paris Police is looking good to get a Champions League spot and they're coached by Branko Ivankovic. I mean, he knows Iranian football very well and I just think they have things going on all cylinders. For the other teams that make it, you know, like I said, um, it's good. it's tough to, it's tough to predict. It's early. I do like the way Tractor Sazi are looking as well. I mean, their coaches Amir Galinoi. I know I probably wasn't a big fan of him when he was head coach of Team LA, but he's done a good job in the Iranian Pro League. And if I were to just you know throw one other team that has a shot at you know getting champion, getting the Champions League, maybe even a qualification spot, I think I'd probably have to go with Sepahan. They always you know, they seem like they're the type of team that will rebound. They have a good head coach, and I just think that they're 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 one of the teams I'm picking to get that qualification spot. Cena. Yeah, I mean, before the season started, I think um, a lot of people would have expected Persepolis and Esteban to qualify for the Champions League. Of course, the uh, the first four weeks hasn't turned out to be so great for Esteban. Um, uh, so I think they have a lot of work to do if they want to qualify for Champions League because there are some great teams there this season looking to uh, get the uh, top three uh, in the league and qualify for next season Champions League. Paris Police for me are nailed on to win the league. I think if they don't, uh, it's it's a shambles from their part because they have the best squad in the league. They play the, the best football in the league and uh, they have a great manager. So I think uh, they're definitely uh, the favourites to win it. Um, Toto Sozi have looked good. They've brought in some great players as well. I think Hadiya Mohammadi on loan from Zobahan is, uh, is one of those transfers that has gone under the radar. Um, and also the return of Edinho, uh, the mm-hmm. top goal scorer in the 14-15 uh, season in which uh, Toto Sozi just missed out on the title. His return, his, his uh, return with in goal-scoring form as well. Um, Karol Jossam, the Iraqi, controversial Iraqi midfielder, he's looked uh, great as well in the first four games. So I think, obviously, with Galeno in charge, any team has a chance. Uh, he's, uh, he's very experienced in the league, as, as Arash said, and uh, he's had massive success with, with other teams. So I think it'll be tough to rule him out. But for the third spot, um, SLR will be there, of course. They, they will want to get to that Champions League spot. But also, I want to give a mention to Saipar as well. I think uh, they have a, a good young squad. Um, they've been they've been trying to build a team to qualify for Champions League for the last three or four seasons, but they've, they've always come short in the second half of the season. Um, Majid Jalali was sacked uh, in the summer and they brought in Hossein Faraki, who is, uh, for me, one of the best managers in the league. He's very well known for working with young players, and uh, Soipo have a, have a bunch of very talented uh, players in there, and uh, also the signing of Masuda Hassanzade from uh, from Sobahan and a couple of other players as well, like uh, Siamak Kurushi from that, and of course the fact that they have someone like Mehdi Torabi, who is uh, one of the best prospects in the league, 
can definitely help them uh, challenge for that Champions League spot. So I think those three or four teams uh, will be will be there and about. Arash, coming off to you again. Obviously, we want to talk about now the promotion and who you expect the relegation zone and whatnot. Um, is there anything notable you want to speak about that? Because I know you're speaking of Sanat and Naf, and apparently that's some club that you have a deep desire to talk about at the moment. So, um, is there anything you would like to add on to this? Well, yeah, with excuse me, yeah, with Sanat Naf, I think they're up, they're up to a really great start. I mean, they've only conceded one goal. They have two wins, two draws. Yeah, clearly they haven't really. You know, been showing themselves to be a power. Um, you know, such a force on offense, and they're nicknamed. You know, the the you know Brazil of Iran. Clearly, they have a lot of pressure to score more goals. And I mean, but the thing is, whatever it is they're doing, they're doing a good job so far. And their keeper Hassan Huri, who's known as a leader of that team, he definitely he definitely has good things. He has things going well. He's made some good saves, and it doesn't really come as a surprise to me that he's the one wearing the number one shirt. I mean, they did sign Agil Etemadi, the Iranian Dutch keeper who came from Almir City, and he hasn't seen the field yet. But like I said, it's not surprising because Hassan Huri is playing very well, and even Reza Norouzi, he's he's he came up with a big goal against Estegalal in Tehran, and right now they're just. They're an, I think they're an exciting team, and you know I'm calling them the boys from Abadan, and I think they could create some more some more havoc for some of the best teams in the Iranian Pro League. What about you, Sian? No, I completely agree. I think um, you'll find you will very rarely find any football fan in Iran that doesn't want to see Sanatav doing well. Um, they are they have one of the most. Uh, passionate sort of fans in the country. Uh, as Arash said, they are known as Iran's Brazil uh, for their famous um, yellow and blue kit. And uh, they are one of the oldest clubs in, in Iran as well. So it's obviously great to see them back into the top division. And they've started fantastically well. Um, they've they've got uh, a Korean midfielder called Gui Hyun Kim, who is the first Korean to ever play in Iran. And he's he's started life in Iran very well. He he was uh, he's been immense in the first four games, and obviously they've they've kept the core uh, of their team from last season in which they've got promoted. The likes of Ali Abdullah Zadeh and Hossein Baglani, they they're still there in the team. They're still performing as well as they did last season. Um, so I think they've got they've got a lot of uh, a lot of reason to be hopeful for the rest of the season. I think they will remain in the league. Yeah, obviously it's, it's still early. But uh, if, if they keep working as hard as they have done in the first four weeks and uh, try to avoid injuries to their big players, then, then I think they have a great chance at uh, staying in the league. Now, I want to talk about right now, you know, there's been a couple of weeks and obviously gone into the you know, golf league. So I just want to get into it. I'm coming off to you again, Sina. Has there been any surprises? Obviously, I... Highly doubt that you expected SLR to be starting off like this. And if there's any notable things that you've seen, especially I don't know what the situation with Yaya Gold Mohammadi is, if you guys want to speak about that, but uh, that'd be interesting to talk about too. So starting off with you, Sina. Yeah, I mean, um, it's SLR's first uh, four games has been uh, very, it's, it's, been, it's been really frustrating to watch because I think. Uh, if you look at them, if you watch the way they play, even with all the changes they've made in the summer, managerial changes, changes in their lineup, 
they're still playing the same style that they did last season under Paris Mazlumi, and it's really frustrating because uh, they've spent all this money, but they still play the long ball football that they, uh, they had last season, which failed. Um, so obviously, I would I would like them to see them. I would like to see them improve because I think uh, Iranian league will need uh, Persepolis and Estelle to be doing well if they want to, um, you know, reach their maximum potential. Um, but I think they will have to improve. Um, they've they've hit rock bottom now. They're in the relegation zone. It can't get any worse than it is now. Um, so the pressure, uh, the way I look at it, the pressure's off. So they can just go and play and uh, get some results, get a win. Obviously, they've not won a single game yet. Um, but I think uh, he has some work to do, Ali Zaman Surian. The defence uh, looks really leaky at the moment. They're, they're leaking goals. Uh, so that needs some fixing. But I think one of the things that uh, need to be mentioned as well, along obviously we, we spoke about uh, Salat and Aft, but also Moshin Sazir Tabriz, another team who is um, promoted, uh, they've done they've done really well. They've um, they've had an interesting summer. They've signed some big players, uh, which uh, was unexpected. Uh, Andrani Taimurian, the uh, team melee captain, has uh, is playing for them. is is their captain as well. Um, I think he missed the first two games, but uh, he's slowly getting into the team now. Um, uh, they've they've signed some other. Payomis Tadirian is another one. Uh, so they've got some good good players and uh, Rasul Khatibi is in charge of him. Um, so I think they will do really well this season. I think they the, the will definitely survive in the league. Um, Paycon as well, obviously they were promoted. They spent massively in the summer too uh, signing players such as Arasha Borhani and uh, Amir Hussein Sadri and Rahman Ahmadi, you know, some of the most experienced players in the league. Um, obviously it'll be interesting to see how they do because um, they've signed some uh, players who are veterans of the league, really, you know, they're 33, 34 plus. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they do. You'd think experience might get them to survive, but also the lack of energy and pace in their team might um, really cost them. So we'll we'll see uh, how they get on. Arash. Yeah, with um, some of the other like like Sina mentioned, so some of the other the other teams that got promoted, Machine Sazi and Paycon. With Machine Sazi, yeah, I mean they have Andranik Temurian. That's you know who who wouldn't want him to be on their team. And of course, you mentioned they're coached by Rasul Khatibi. He's he's very he is respected very much amongst a lot of Iranian football fans. That's the one thing involving Khatibi is that I just think um, as long as he doesn't teach his strikers how to avoid the how, how to you know beat the offside trap, I think they'll be <laughs> fine there. And uh, with with Paycon, yeah, I'm looking. I like I like how I like what their roster looks like. I think it's cool that they have Rahman Ahmadi as their keeper wearing the number one shirt. He's, he was very important for Team Elite in that huge qualifier at South Korea that led to Iran qualifying for the 2014 World Cup. And Arash Borhani, that's a name I haven't heard too much lately, but I'm really looking forward to seeing. You know, to see. I'm looking forward to reading more articles about him. There was a time, you know, of course, he made himself very famous. He made a name for himself at Estegal in Tehran, and I think now playing for Paycon, I'd like to see what he could do here as well. Before we wrap this up now, obviously I spoke about promotions and, you know, your thoughts on, you know, what's happening right now. So let's talk about, obviously I know 
it's just predictions. But if we could just talk about relegation, with things, which teams you think are probably going to get relegated. Um, coming off, would you, Arash, um, you know, who, who would you say that um, probably would you say are going to get relegated? And after that, we're going to talk about, you know, predictions as is who's going to finish top four and then champions. Well, in all honesty, looking at the standings, I mean, I know it's early, but when you see teams at the yeah. bottom, I would say see some of the teams at the bottom, like Paycon, maybe Fulad, Khuzestan, those are teams that could, I would say maybe have a chance of being relegated. I definitely won't put Estegal, Tehran in that category. I mean, with the talent they have on their team, there's no way they're going to keep sliding. I mean, that's just my prediction. I'm sure the Estegal fans hope for the same thing. But overall, I mean... It's hard to say who the other team might be. I would maybe possibly could say maybe Paddy there, but other than that, it's you know a long way to go, and it's you know you're gonna have to see what these teams can do. Zeno, um, I think we we spoke about uh, the transfer window, of course. Uh, one of the teams who had, in my eyes, the worst summer uh, in in Iran was uh, Sabahatri, Sabahom. As they're known, they had some financial troubles, which um, meant their sponsors pulled out and uh, they lost a lot of funding. Ali Adai resigned from his role as manager of the club, and they've lost a lot of their key players, uh, such as uh, Arlon Tab, who who moved to Persepolis. Um, their star player, Jalaluddin Ali Mohammadi, who signed for Sepahan. So um, I think it'll be really, really tough for them. Uh, especially with someone like Samadam Alfa being charged, who um, is just—it's really—he's a really odd manager. He, he's never achieved anything as a manager, but he, he continues to get the uh, top jobs in Iran, and and it's really worth for me because uh, I, can't, I really can't see them um, surviving in the league unless they uh, have a massive uh, winter transfer window and they bring in some big names. Because not only they have a really poor squad. I think even their starting eleven uh, uh, could possibly be the worst in the league, but also their bench is, is even worse. But the, the fact that they have Samad Marfa being charged means they have even less of a chance to survive in the league. So uh, for me, they're they're definitely uh, down there to get relegated. Uh, it'll take a lot for them to survive. But as um, as Arash mentioned, Paddy there is also another name. Um, I tipped them to get relegated last season and they stayed up, they, they finished the table, but I'm still going for them to get relegated this season, but we'll see how they get on. They play some good football, but uh, unfortunately for me, the, the, on paper, the quality isn't there to see them uh, to see them survive, but it'll be interesting to see uh, how they'll do. But also another big name that could um, that could get relegated this season is uh, Fulada Khuzestan. You know, this is a team that won the 13-14 league title with uh, a bunch of uh, very talented young players. The team has been pulled apart uh, because of military service. Surush uh, Rafi is still at Turak Tursazi. Bakhtiar Rahmani has ended up at Esselal. And uh, they've lost a lot of uh, their main players. And right now they're looking like, uh, uh, you know, uh, they'll be down there for a relegation battle. Um, their manager, Naim Asadovi, has never managed uh, a senior team. Um, and it'll be it'll be really tough for him. So, although I, I definitely don't like to see them get relegated because I think they're one of the uh, big teams in the league, and uh, we definitely need them uh, in the top division. 
but uh, they'll definitely have a fight on their hand to uh, to survive in the league. Right. Obviously, now I want to talk about you know um, who you guys initially thought was going to be the champions of this season, and then coming off to you against Cena might be a little bit hard for you, but at the moment it seems like Paris Police on team sheet. Um, they seem pretty good, especially how close they were to winning the league last season. Would you agree that you probably would say that the odds of them winning this the the, the league is high today? Uh, listen, last season they were really unlucky. I think what really cost them last season was um, their defensive record. The fact that they had Susha Makoni in, in goal and he made a lot of mistakes and their back four was constantly change, chopping and changing. And that didn't help, even though they were scoring a lot of goals. But I think this season that's fixed. They have a, a solid back four. They have a very, very good goalkeeper. And it seems like they've sorted their defensive problems out. They still play the same uh, attractive football they played last season. Um, obviously, with Mehdi Tarami up front and the addition of Vahid Amiru, who's also another goal scorer. Um, again, I, I, it's really tough for, uh, to, to, for them not to win it. I think... Um, they have um, some interesting partnerships all over the pitch. Uh, great team chemistry. Everyone seems to get on well with each other, and um, everyone has a respect of um, Branko Ivankovic as well. And there seems to be mutual respect between the players and the manager, and obviously that always helps. So I think um, they'll definitely win the league, and I think um, I'm, I mean, I'm personally really, really excited to see them in the Champions League too because. I think they can really go far with this team. Mm -hmm. If they manage to keep this team, uh, then I think they can really go far in the Champions League as well. So for me, Paris Police are nailed on to win the league. Um, but the Champions League spots, as I said, you know, SLL will definitely hope to be there. But uh, it'll be, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they try and bounce back from the first four weeks and uh, whether they can actually bounce back or not. Um, and Trotter Sazi will be there, and maybe Stoipa. Who knows? Arash. Yeah, I definitely have to agree that Paris Palace is the favorite to win. I know Traktor Sazi, they'll give them some, they'll give them a run for their money. But just the way things have gone for Paris Palace, it's hard for me to not pick them because what can you say? They became a better team also by taking players, by signing players from Naft Tehran. You know, they got Vahid Amiri. They also got keeper Ali Reza Beiron Vand. They're looking good. I like players on their team like Mohamed Ansari. And I even think they made out like bandits. When you take a look at this, they got those two Ukrainian players, Oleksiy Polyansky and Volodymyr Priomov. And it looked at, for a moment, we saw that, okay, they're losing Mehdi Tyremi, but then Tyremi comes right back. And it's like, okay, now the top scorer from last season is back. And you just know they're going to be an exciting team to watch under Branko Ivankovic. I got two more questions to ask for you guys. It will be quick. Um, you know, call me off with Jarash. Who would you say is probably going to be the best player in the league? Do you think it's going to be Todd or me, or do you think it's going to be somebody else? And then, and I'll ask the same thing to Cena. Well, clearly, uh, that th th that would be my quick answer on who I think is going to be the best player in the league. It's got to be, yeah, it's got to be Messi Tarmi. He scores goals all the time. He knows how to find the net, and right now he's he's my pick. And but one player I do want to mention, and Cena mentioned him earlier, is that uh, one one other player that's worth mentioning. He's not on Paris Police, but it's uh, Mehdi Torabi, and he's a very exciting player. He's easily one of the best young pros, one of the, arguably the best young prospect uh, in Iran. He's a, he's exciting. He 
he creates he creates um, awesome situations for his teammates. He finds the net. He's been great so far for Saipa. He, he does well when he plays for the for Team LA. He's also done a good job playing for Iran's under twenty three squad. So those are the two players worth watching the most. I think I think those are the players that are going to be watched the most this season. Sina. Yeah, I agree. I think obviously Tottenham. If he scores the goals that he did last season, if he scores as many goals as as he, as he did, and possibly end up winning the league, then I think he will definitely be um, considered to be uh, the player of the season. Tottenham, of course, is another one. If if Saipa do manage to get one of the Champions League spots, then Tottenham will definitely have had a fantastic season because already he's started well. I think he's got he's already got two or three goals. So. Um, those two names are definitely there. Um, I think Edinho um, will be considered. Um, obviously, he's, he's had a fantastic uh, goal-scoring uh, record in Iran previously, but uh, I think he'll be able to keep that keep that up this season as well and score uh, a great amount for Teravitur Sazi. And who knows, you know, they might upset Paris Police and, and win the league. Who knows? And then the last question I have for you guys, who you guys think will be the manager of the season? Sina? I mean, again, with that, I think he'll most probably go to the team that will win the league. And, yeah. Um, I think, obviously, that, that'll be Paris Police. So Ivankovic will be up there. Um, it, it, I mean, depending on who wins the Hasfi Cup as well, it might be one of the lower teams. They come up, they have a fantastic run of games. And uh, they win the Hasfi Cup, and the manager might get uh, uh, manager of the season. I think Gostarish Fulad are, are that team for me. I think if there is any team from mid table that can win the Hasfi Cup, it's Gostarish and uh, Faraz Kamal Van as their manager. Who knows? He might be one of the uh, uh, names that uh, will get uh, mentioned as, as manager of the year. Arash? Yeah, for me, what can I say? I don't have like any kind of bold prediction it's probably pretty predictable but yeah i mean i feel like if paris police win it's got to be branko ivankovic and well one thing i will add now is that i think if we see esiglal tehran make a huge turnaround i think it'll be i think it could definitely be ali reza mansurian i mean he's the perfect guy to be running esiglal i mean they've started off they obviously have not got off to an ideal start but i don't think it's time for the esiglal fans to you know ring the alarm bells well, that's it. We'll just wrap this up. Um, hopefully, it'll be that was a pretty constructive, you know, uh, debate going on. You know, some great discussion. Um, hopefully, next time we'll just keep this on a consistent basis for the listeners. I want to thank you guys again for coming on. It's always great to have these sort of discussions. And um, please subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and then um, yeah, we're just trying to keep this on a consistent basis. And then, obviously, in the bios, there's your Twitter information for anybody that wants to find them. Uh, Thank you, guys. It's been great. It's been a pleasure to talk to you guys. Great talking to you both. Yeah, good being here. Thanks a lot.